This podcast is brought to you by the Chunkis Cone, an all vegan company that was founded in Forest Park, Illinois in 2015. They focus on vegan foods to satisfy the palates of vegans and non vegans alike. Make sure to check their website at www.thechunkiscones.com. Also, feel free to place an order by sending them an email to thechunkiscones at gmail.com. And don't forget to always live la vida chunky. Hello. I'm back. Well, somewhat back. <laughs> uh, I just, I've been busy with life. Uh, trying to be in a good state, mental, physical, emotional state. Uh, and to me, that's more important than... Well, no. Uh, to me, that's a base or really basic. The foundation of a of a um, of anything uh, to do anything, and that includes includes this podcast. Uh, but I'm I'm glad I'm able to. Uh, make a podcast today. Uh, this is uh, the end of August. The airs of uh, fall can be felt. The wind is a little chilly, and uh, it just feels it, it feels like it, like the fall is coming and summer is about to end. Um. I really liked this summer. It was a good summer. Um, had a um, had a couple of events with my company. Um, busy, you know, going out, doing things, having fun, relaxing, working a lot too. Just being busy in general, you know, living life. Um, <clears throat> but I'm glad the fall is coming. I like the change in season. The color of the leaves on trees starts changing slowly to beautiful brown and golden colors. And I really, I really enjoy that. I like it a lot. Um, I also like apple cider. <laughs> I, I like to put some uh, rum in it, and well, it, you can drink it in many ways. But I usually like it with. If I drink it hot, I put it in a pot. I put some cinnamon in it. This fall, I'm think I'm gonna add ginger to it. Ginger, cinnamon. Uh, heat it up, and then put some rum. And man, it's the best thing to enjoy in the fall. This keeps you warm. It's sweet, tangy. It's really good. I might even make like a a, a pastry or something with it. it. Feels like it. I feel like it. I also uh, 
I look forward to Halloween. Uh, I like the. I, li- I like this season a lot. Pro- probably one of my favorite seasons in the year. Uh, but today, uh, the podcast is going to be about. I was listening to, to this other podcast about uh, ghost stories. And, and I made me think of uh, the the person who was um, doing the podcast. They were talking about church. And um, I, I think I have stated before that I'm not a religious person, but I, um, I was raised Catholic, um, not by choice. They made me go to church. Um, until they could no longer force me. <laughs> like what? What were they gonna do? Drag me through the streets? <laughs> uh, I think I stopped going like around eight. I just told them my parents like I don't want to go anymore, <laughs> and they said okay. I mean, like I said, it's not like they can force you, drag you to the streets. And uh, but thinking about like the good things about about it that I remember that I liked about it, it was one uh, after the church service uh, or when the mass was over, they would uh, everyone everyone uh, it was like a, like a greeting. So, you know, you could, like, greet people and shake their hands. I really, I really liked that for some reason. Because you were able to, like, greet people around you, behind you, in front of you. And I thought it was funny because you got to, pe- to shake people's hands. And, and everyone was smiling, you know, and saying some, like, you know, something about uh, being peace or something like that. But the best part of uh, going uh, to church was that afterwards, my parents would take me to um, uh, to eat chicken. <laughs> it was uh, rotisserie chicken, you know, those chickens that they put on a, like a tube and then slowly like cook them on a thing that turns around. And uh, it's just so good. The flavor is so good, you know, with the rice seasoning. And uh, they will give you uh, bread, like a baguette. And some uh, chiles, you know, jalapenos or something like that. And then potato chips that they will fry on the spot. Man, those were the best. The best reward for enduring, enduring, (laughs) enduring church was that chicken. And it's funny because now I'm vegan, you know, I don't eat chicken anymore, but I I do remember, uh, I mean, just to think about it, it brings me joy, you know. And I think that's one of the things that I really like about food and why I am the food biz- in the food industry, is that it brings me joy, you know, it makes me happy. It, it always brings a smile to my face, no matter what situation I'm in. If I'm having a bad day, or if if something, if the food is there and the food is good, it, it always changes your mood, which is is great, you know. But I thought about that uh, 
um, a reason to go to church was that they would take me afterwards to get uh, rotisserie chicken with uh, uh, potato chips and uh, baguettes and uh, good times. <laughs> I mean, I've been thinking about what is it about food that that makes me happy. And I think in, maybe I can put it in, I can describe it in two, two ways. One would be the fact that in the times that we live in, you know, with this modern society that we have created, you know, where time, time is so limited. Um, You go to work, um, you commute to work, commute to get back home, and then when you look at the clock, you know, you're left with three, four hours, maybe, if you're lucky, um, to do things that you may want to, you may actually want to do, you know? Um, and I think it's the the way we have managed to to put material things in as a center or a priority in our lives where all we care about is making money and maybe paying for a house paying for things that we don't really need um um that has like taken away from us the joys of um, of life you know and um, to me one of those joys is, is food and maybe I'm, I'm being a bit simplistic about it or maybe the way I'm explaining it it's a bit simple but if you really think about it food Food unites people. And the way it unites them, it's by, you know, I, I guess the way, I, the way it can, I can explain it would be before, you know, people would uh, gather around the kitchen, you know. Everyone was involved in, in the cooking, you know, maybe... Because of gender roles, you know, men would be like hunting or finding a way to bring food, meat, bread, whatever it is, vegetables, farming, and bring them. And then women would cook 
or maybe even men were also involved. You know, I'm talking about um, back in the day, not recent times, where I think I think everyone should be involved in 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 the way food is created. You know, starting from the ground all the way to the way when it's eaten. Um, but I think you know families. Uh, unite uh, around food you know again you know you got the kids helping maybe aunts cousins everyone is helping in the kitchen and when it's time to eat you know everyone sits around the table and everyone enjoys a home-cooked meal whereas whereas now it's it's more um I mean, you have more access to fast food. So let's say if you have a, uh, a nine to five job, you know, you probably don't even have time to make breakfast. And if you do something quick, you know, like a smoothie, oatmeal, nothing complicated. And that takes away from, from you and from your family and from society. So I think, you know, food is, is uh, a foundation in which society itself it's benefits. Uh, because if everyone's involved in the, in the food, the way food is created, uh, processed, cooked, and eaten, you know, there are a lot of benefits from, from that, you know. You get to talk to your family, you know, see them, uh, bond, and this uh, creates uh, a stronger family, where um, which eventually leads to a stronger society. Whereas now it's like, I don't know. I think, I think a lot of people suffer from loneliness, me included, you know. But. Um, we have to, uh, it's just part of uh, the way things are, you know, we have to work ar around it. Um, I forgot why I started talking about food. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it was because uh, I, I was talking about joy and, and the, the joy it brings, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, I hope that everyone that is listening, you know, that that you are able to find the things that make you happy, you know, the things that make you joy. And I think that's the key to happiness in general. Granted that happiness itself is not a destination, but... but but part of the journey, you know, it's uh, there's up, ups and downs in, in everything in life, and happiness it happens to be just part of it. And we, as humans, we need to try to make an effort and find those things that bring bring us joy, you know. 
And I, I think many of these things are based in childhood. The way you were raised, you know, the things that you did when you were a child. In your early years. I think many of the things that make, make makes us happy are there. You, you just have to find them if you have forgotten about them. And I think this is a way to live a more, a, a, a more meaningful, authentic life. I think. Um, but yeah. And so thinking back about, you know, my earliest memories of food and I don't know, it's it's hard to explain here what exactly brings me joy about it. But I can tell you the fondest memories I have. Like I was probably seven or eight and I was walking I was in Mexico City then and I was walking the streets and there was this big I mean I, I don't want to call it tree because fig was a fig tree but it wasn't a tree it was more like a plant like a big ass plant and I would love to go there and and cut figs fresh from the plant I would just enjoy eating those like let's say I was walking I I, I, I spent a lot of time like on the street because <laughs> uh, my parents weren't home like nobody was home and I was an only child for nine years until my brother was born. Uh, but I would spend a lot of time on my own on the street, and so I was hungry, right? So I would just see like the fig tree and just cut figs and eat them. Uh, that was a that's a, a, a good memory I have, and and I can't remember having any figs figs uh, recently that tasted as good as those. Um, Another, on another occasion, I remember this big tree with tons of apricots. This tree was big, and there was apricots all over the floor, and and I I saw them and I picked them up and it was so sweet and juicy, and and I said to myself, man, this fruit is really good. This is better than the market. <laughs> and so I. I picked as many as I could and I brought it home and then I think my dad asked me like where you get all these apricots I'm like oh I found them on the street I'm like like and they're like they're super sweet and I'm like yeah they're super good um but yeah um fruit fruit in general has always I've always liked fruit all types of fruit I was also a big fan of guava um, oranges, um, watermelon, 
but those you couldn't find on the street. It was mainly the figs and um, the apricots that I found. And I can't remember any other like fruit trees, wild fruit trees on the street. Um, but those I really liked. Another type of food that I liked growing up was, um, well, bread. But I think that's thanks to my grandma. I think I have discussed this in another podcast. I don't remember. But she used to give me a lot of bread because she was a big fan of bread. Um, I guess my, like her, her grandfather used to be a baker. And, and so she ate a lot of bread and, and like, my family has like humble origins, right? We weren't rich. Uh, but, um, something that never, that my grandma always had at home was bread and coffee, always. Black coffee. And that's probably why I like bread so much. And I know, you know, carbs are not the best for you. Or maybe, it's not that they're bad, but you should, like, watch how much carbs you eat. I get it. But when you have, like, when you've been eating bread since you were a kid, you know, it's very hard to to, get, to, to stop eating it, you know. And to this day, I can't. But that's one of the reasons why I make it, I'm, I try to make it a little better, you know, which is sour, though. A longer fermentation process, you know, good quality flour, uh, limited amount of like stuff that you put in the bread. So, I think I think it's bread is good. You just have to like have a better quality. I think that's the key. Um, but yeah, those are foods I really enjoyed eating when I was a kid. Um, can't remember like candy, but I wouldn't consider candy food. It's more like candy. Um, but yeah, I really, I really liked those uh, those times when I was young and I could just grab fruit out of a tree. So yeah. So, it's been almost a month and uh, I wasn't able to finish the episode, but I will. This will be the last segment. Um, But yeah, I think it's always important to find the things that bring you joy and make you happy and apply them in your present moment, whether you get paid for it or not. I mean, ideally... Who wouldn't want to be to get paid, right, for doing the things they love? I think it's our task to find those things, you know, and apply them. I found one for me, which is bread, you know, because I've always loved bread ever since I was a kid. And I was able to figure it out somehow you know it like it, these things don't come like one day 
you wake up in the morning and say like, oh, I got to figure it out. I'm going to make bread, you know? It's, <laughs> it's nothing like that. It comes like more, it's more like a process. And so, I don't know. I think one, one needs to be a bit, you know, open to try things and give it a shot always at least that's my approach hopefully you can do something similar and find those things that give you joy you know whether it's food or painting exercise you know there's people out there who make a living running uh, you can get paid for pretty much anything you know there's landscapers out there just cutting grass you get paid for it get your own machine you know register your company and you're good to go um, I think we sometimes we, we complicate life more than what it really is you know but uh, just to end this uh, podcast this episode number I think five or six. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, I want to lay the, all my thousands of listeners. <laughs> no, it's probably less than a thousand. More like ten. <laughs> um, uh, I will be having a workshop on October 12th at Plant Chicago. Uh, which is located in the back of the yards community. For more details, you can go to my uh, web, uh, my um, my Facebook page, uh, on, uh, which is called the Chunky the Chunky Scone uh, Facebook.com or Facebook.com slash the Chunky Scone. Uh, and then you're going to find there the, the event. It's called Sourdough Baking, Conchas and Biscuits. Um, so I'll be teaching people how to make conchas with sourdough. I will be talking about sourdough starter or the culture, which is used to make bread. And also at the end, I will show everyone how to make biscuits with the same sourdough starter. But anyway, hopefully everyone, uh, or if you listen to this, maybe you're able to attend. That'd be great. Um, if you hear it here, I'll give you a freebie. I don't know, something. I'll figure something out. Or a coupon. <laughs> For next time I see you, I'll give you a discount. Uh, I also do events. Uh, I got two events coming up. Uh, one in... Um, around Halloween at the Emporium Arcade um, uh, in Logan Square in Chicago and then another one coming up in December or November I'm not sure you can look out just follow me on Facebook or Instagram I post everything there dates times hours everything um, so the Instagram account is the Chunkies Cone Facebook account is the Chunky Scone. The website is www.thechunkyscones with an S dot uh, com. 
Uh, yeah, you can send me an email at thechunkyscones at gmail.com if you have questions, concerns, complaints, interests, suggestions. Um, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of ways to reach contact. Um, so I hope everyone has a great, great fall. Hopefully I'll be able to post something at the end of October. Um, I don't know yet. We'll see. But thank you. Thank you for listening to this, if you are. If not, well, when you do. Um, and keep living la vida chunky.